Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're getting time tornadoes no over there. Oh, I know. Oh, it's been a mess. Yeah. Man. Yeah. The sirens been... went off and everything. I heard. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been getting a few tornadoes. We've been getting hammered with rain. Yeah. Uh, I saw yeah, like... Challenger's comic store was flooding. <laughs> Oh through yeah, front, through the front window. Yeah, they had a video of it. Yeah, every everything is pretty much flooding. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but hopefully it's over. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I so, was uh, just watching uh, Stir Crazy. Have you ever seen that? Um, it's a pretty old film. It's is Richard, that... Richard Pryor oh, and that's Gene right, yeah. Wilder. No, I don't think I've seen that one. Well, they're like a comedy team. They've been in like a lot of comedies together, like Bustin' Loose. and. Oh, yeah. But this was one of my favorites as a kid growing up. <laughs> it was like when we first got HBO and like it was like a movie where you could watch like rated R movies and stuff. <laughs> so I like saw this movie like. I don't know, like 12 times when I recorded it off of HBO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of... Uh, probably my favorite Gene Wilder movie is uh, Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that that seems to be a lot of people that love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have... Uh, I like a lot of his movies. My favorite is Woman in Red, but... Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's with that has Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science. I don't know oh, if you've ever nice. saw Weird yeah. Science. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a that's a uh, that's my favorite of his. But then there's Young Frankenstein too. So I don't know. Yeah. He's he's been in a lot of my favorites. Mhm. And I like Richard Pryor too. Yeah. He's been in a lot of good ones too. Yeah. Uh, including Superman 3. Oh god, I love that movie. <laughs> it's yeah. so it's so like it's like such a bronze age comic book. Like if if people could just relax <laughs> and like compare it to like a bronze age, you know, one shot by yeah. Carrie Bates, it's like a masterpiece. You know, <laughs> when I when I watched it for the show, um I didn't even have to do that. I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like it was, it was just fun, just a fun, and it's, and it is, I mean, it's spot on Superman, you know? Yeah, it is. The, the, the effects were real cheesy though. Like it was, it's almost like the special effects like downgraded from Superman and Superman two. But, Mm -hmm. but if you can put the effects aside, you know, and like plot, just look at the plot. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. Because you yeah. have evil Superman. I mean, that's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have yeah, Superman, Superman getting laid. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fighting himself yeah. in a dump, like a, in a garbage compactor. I mean, it... Oh, I forgot about that because yeah. he got – he was like mind-controlled, right? Yeah. He... Well, it was the yeah. kryptonite. He, made, he, he added tar to the kryptonite. Oh, that's Richard, right. Richard Pryor <laughs> – it said substance unknown. Like three yeah. percent substance unknown, so he adds tar to it. 
<laughs> and and it just caused him to like go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Who and knew it, that tar adding tar to kryptonite would have such yeah. an effect? And in the Silver Age and Bronze Age, they had all these different kryptonites like do stuff to them, you know? Oh yeah, I love cool. that. Yeah. I love that idea. It's such a great idea. It's such a it's it's a pretty cheesy idea, but I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it's a pretty pretty cool uh, movie. This, if you ever get a chance to watch it, stir crazy. Yeah, I'll have because to check it out. The premise of it is, um, they uh, Gene Wilder kind of has like a midlife crisis, and they both lose their jobs on the same day. <laughs> so they they're in New York, and then they said he just says, "Let's go out west. You know, let's go to L.A. Let's try to get jobs out there." And they get jobs doing this like woodpecker skit at a bank. <laughs> and there's two criminals that watch them in their costumes and they rob the bank with their costumes and then steal their truck. And then <laughs> they go to jail for it. <laughs> and the warden learns that Gene Wilder can ride like a rodeo style, like yeah. on one of those mechanical things. And they have like a, a competition every year and he tries to recruit him to do that and he he plays hardball so the warden starts torturing gene wilder and uh he starts pretending that he likes the torture so it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty crazy you know That's awesome. they, they like put him in the box you know that little box the sweat box yeah for five days uh, and then they they open it finally after five days, and he goes, "Please just give me one more day." <laughs> you know, he does, <laughs> he does stuff like that. They like hang him with, they like hang him in the cell like with all. She's strapped to these chains, and then they loosen the straps, and he goes, "Oh, you fixed my back problem." <laughs> you know? it, it's it's just insane. He plays That's... a great crazy dude in this one. Yeah, I can totally picture him uh pretending to like the torture yeah to like the torture yeah it's just <laughs> he's so good in it <clears throat> and i got to ride a horse so oh. that was uh, over the break so yeah we missed three sessions one session i think you had to cancel and i had yeah. to cancel two in a row um the reason i canceled is because my parents were in town one session, one one of the times I was in Breckenridge, and then the other time we they were here at our house, so we haven't yeah. recorded in quite some time. Yeah, I uh, gosh, I can't even remember. Um, oh yeah, uh, I was trying to remember why I canceled. I canceled. Um, I think my my wife was out of town. Yeah, that's and right. And you had to take was, care of the kids. It was, yeah. yeah it was, Mm -hmm. A little crazy, yeah. But, uh, man, I've been – actually been on a, a a reading spree lately. Oh, really? Uh, got to read a bunch. I've been on a been on a Christopher Priest kick lately. Oh, what are you reading? Deathstroke um, or – Reading through uh, his Black Panther. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I'm loving. Is it that. your first? Is it your first time or? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah I, had, oh, I, I had started reading it digitally on Comixology a few years ago and never yeah. never got too far into it. And then... Um, and then recently, I, I got the like the complete collection trades. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I just got through the first volume, which is like the first seventeen issues. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's really awesome, and uh, I love how it's it's almost it's almost kind of written like a almost like a Tarantino movie or something. Yeah, it's it's very intricate. It's um out of sequence it's it's yeah. it, but it even has like comic relief with ross you know so i i like it a lot yeah it's the the comic relief is great with everett ross yeah. um there's some great great scenes with uh, mephisto and him and mephisto mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah really cool and uh, I love the because uh, I think it was him that that started kind of coming up with some of the some of the cool tech that he used. Yeah. Um, like the the shoes, uh, I think were a big one. Um, and I think he introduced the bodyguards too. Yeah, like the, the whole, door uh, door yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and and that the first. So the first like 17, well, it, it's going to continue on, but the first 17 issues, it's really like it, there's multiple plot threads and it ultimately kind of ends with like the <clears throat> kind of like the love triangle uh, between uh, Ross and his boss and yeah. then uh, Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Because they, I guess, the B- Black Panther and his boss, like, have a history. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's fun. Yeah, and then, also, it was weird, but reading that kind of put me in the mood to read Deathstroke again. So, yeah. I've, I've been, also been reading Deathstroke again, um, just on the app, but. Yeah, I, th- I think, um. <clears throat> Black Panther's the first time he started his style, you know, where he'd have those little, like, text things in the middle. Yeah. And then he would go back and forward and back and forward, because he did that in Black Panther, and then he continued that in, like, Quantum and Woody and Concrete Jungle for Valiant, and then he he did it with Deathstroke, and now he's doing it with uh, Vampirella, with Dynamite. I oh I didn't realize he was on that now. Yeah, he's on uh, Vampirella. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, I uh, that's another one I absolutely love is his his Quantum and Woody is so good. Yeah, and I it was awesome. I actually got to talk to him about it a little bit um, at uh, at C two E two a couple years ago. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so that was really. That was really a, a highlight for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he came yeah. back to do Quantum and Woody for their second when Valiant mm-hmm. came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's good. He changed yeah. his name, though. He's What was his name? James James Al- Osley. Osley. Yeah. 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 And I guess he um, – it was funny because when I was talking to him – he was he was like telling 
telling stories about different things and he referred to himself as Jim like so that was like it kind of seemed like that was how he he didn't even really consider himself to be you know Christopher or yeah. you know. so it's it's interesting it's almost like his writing alias I guess probably yeah I, I would like to see if his driver's license says Christopher Priest or James Osley <laughs> or, or or if it just says priest yeah or priest yeah <laughs> Because he did write uh, Justice League Task Force, too. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember he did that. He he was... During that time, he was notorious for, like, picking up titles that were getting canceled. Because they'd put him, like, on the Ray and a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, um... The... Uh... The... In, so... There's some interesting uh, back matter in the um, the Black Panther trades that I have. Um, it, it actually talks about uh, when he was um, at Marvel and he was he was talking about the the projects that he wanted to work on, and um, he really wanted to do uh, Daredevil because he said Dare, Daredevil was his favorite character. So when they came and pitched him Black Panther, he was like totally like freaked out and he didn't really want to do it yeah <laughs> um but i guess at that time i i guess black panther was not doing well yeah he uh yeah he he probably got recruited by um uh palmiati and uh casada because they yeah. kicked off marvel knights and yeah i think it was casada he was saying that came to him with the pitch yeah <clears throat> yeah interesting stuff for sure yeah i was I, i've been reading uh jeff john's uh geiger and i've been loving it like i don't know if you got, got that... that but it's image yeah that's his uh new one yeah it's him and gary frank so you know your familiar yeah. team <laughs> yeah um, I remember seeing that in, at, on DCBS. I didn't order it though. Um, yeah, it's really good. Really good. Yeah, it's like a a post-apocalyptic setting, <clears throat> and this guy is kind of like the human bomb. Like he he gets there's a radioactive incident that like grants him powers, mm. and he's he's dying. Like he he's he's getting radioactive treatment that keeps him alive from the bomb blast. But hmm. uh, there we're having like nuclear arms race, and he he gets his family into the the shelter, but he doesn't make it in because the neighbors are trying to steal the shelter from him <laughs> on his own shelter, and he gets blasted along with his dog, and uh, he survives and becomes this Geiger in this like post-apocalyptic Vegas setting, hmm. and one thing that's really cool is. Like the casinos in Vegas, they're like ruled by all these different crazy people. Yeah, <laughs> so like, like all the survivors. Yeah, so like uh, one of the guys is called the King, and he's like a I don't know, a seventeen-year-old asshole that <laughs> that has all this power because his father died, and he like is kind of the king of Excalibur. And then you have a woman that's in. Like New York, New York, except they call it Manhattan. You know, they change mm. the names around a little bit. Yeah. But 
it, it's the strip essentially and uh, I, god i'm liking it i really am it's kind of like uh the it's kind of kind of sounds like the stand by uh stephen king yeah. cause that was <laughs> took, i think that took place in vegas the the final yeah it's a, it. a cross between that the human bomb and uh yeah <laughs> One of those movies where somebody <laughs> escapes with a package with like kids. <laughs> it's it's uh interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. And then you know Gary Frank draws really well. Like and he oh, works yeah. well with with Jeff Johns, and that's really good. Yeah, it's it's so odd to hear those two names along with Image. You know. Yeah. Well, he started <laughs> an imprint. You know how there's like a shadow. I forget what that one is. And then there's Eric Larson's and Todd McFarland's and then Top Cow. Well, he started his own called Mad Ghost. And uh, there's going to be books coming out from like multiple people. Like Robert Kirkman has Skybound. So, yeah, yeah, he's got his own imprint. So that's interesting. So he's got his own imprint at Image and he's still on at DC, right? I don't know what he's do. What is he doing? Something at DC? I haven't I don't seen know. anything. The last oh, yeah, thing I, I saw him do was Star Girl. The oh the yeah, giant size was spectacular. That, um, there's a new. Isn't there a new Star Girl? Um, like a mini series or something? No, it's just a one shot. Oh okay. Yeah, huh. it was just a one shot. Interesting. So I think he's like migrating. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the change of the guard, he, he lost a lot of power and he probably wants to do his own thing. I... Yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny how like he was for a while there. It's like it's like whenever there was trouble, it's like they had to call on him to, do, you know, to write something. Yeah. Uh, so it was because he was like I, he was like super stretched thin over there doing everything but that's because he had his name on every cw show and yeah hollywood <clears throat> yeah. thing that Sorry. was going on and then became a producer on the movies and yeah yeah he's all over the place Mm-hmm. but anyway it's been a while i don't know how long ago you read this stuff yeah, it's been a little. It's been a little while. Um, I, I did read. I did read. Um, uh, so I had read. I think I read Icon, uh, the most recent, because I, I read issue four the other day, and then the way it ends, like I wanted to keep reading, so I read issue five today. Yeah, because uh, of the Blood Syndicate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wanted to finish that Blood Syndicate part, which I don't, I don't think it fully finished. But is this your first Icon t- read, or have you read it before? Yeah, it's my it's my first time. Um, I don't know what. So whenever I used to see, like, whenever I'd see the Milestone books. Um, for whatever reason, like Icon just never drew me in. Like I, I kind mm-hmm. of just almost saw it as like another like Superman type character. Well, he is. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think that's what kind of turned me off on checking it out. But yeah. I, I did really like it. Well, there were so many. Out. There was Majestic, and then there was 
Supreme from Image yeah. and yeah. yeah, yeah, you had Icon and uh, Apollo, you know, from <laughs> Apollo, Authority. Yeah. I mean, there's so many like Superman types, yeah, that um, it was kind of overwhelming because it was happening in the 90s, you know, all, all of it. Yeah, and that was a big time for Superman with the death and return. Yeah. Yeah. I I bought Icon. I I read it, but I didn't remember a lot of it. The one thing I the one thing that I always remember is Rocket getting pregnant. That that oh, all yeah. that always stood out for me and the fact that he was an alien from another planet. Yeah, and I it's funny, like reading these issues, I forgot he was an alien. Yeah. There, there were points in the story where I, like, it would come back to me and I'd be like, oh crap, he's an alien. Like, because it, it, it just doesn't seem like it the way he acts as a as a person, you know. Well, he's he's a wealthy lawyer too. Yeah, yeah. So and, uh, he's making bank. <laughs> And it, it's funny, the similarities with Superman, that he is an alien, and he got got to Earth uh, via, a, it, like, a, an escape pod, although he was escaping from this, like, big battle. Yeah, and he was raised by a family, too. Uh, that's why he uh, assumed the image. Yeah. 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 He's like, like Martian Manhunter because he can he morphed his look. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, so he arrives but, at Earth. He doesn't have. He's a lawyer, big time lawyer. Doesn't ha- want anything to really do with being a superhero. And then Rocket with two other guys break into his house and mm-hmm. uh, try to steal stuff. And he he confronts them with his powers. And Rocket just becomes fascinated with him <laughs> and sort of goes back and he grants her this suit and she sort of convinces him to use his powers for good and they mm-hmm. kind of become a duo. Yeah, I like how um, it, it's funny how they break into the house. They're like, I bet some rich white guy lives here. <laughs> yeah, and then they think he's the help. Yeah. They, they they think he's like the butler or somebody or kitchen staff. Yeah, he's like, you are m- mistaken on several accounts, young man. I do not work here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's like, he's like super smart. And then he's, yeah, he's got the, the, the different powers. And <clears throat> I don't know if we even really have seen all of his powers. No, but he seems like, Flight, super strength. He has Martian Manhunter's ability, I think, to morph his image. Um, yeah, he. I haven't seen any heat vision or anything like that. He's. Um, I don't know if he. I can't remember if he's like bulletproof or if he just is able to stop the bullets. Yeah. Because it it kind of looks like he just stops them. But then, oh, I guess his his uh, pajamas are all they have holes in them, so I guess. Yeah, they're sort of bouncing off. Bulletproof, yeah. 
And I think he's got like Kryptonian technology because that's what he gives Rocket. Like, yeah. Her, her yeah. whole suit is based on his alien technology. Yeah, I love how she she shows up at his office with the drawing of their their costumes, them in their costumes. <laughs> yeah. And they have the, the you have a mayor that seems like she's sort of corrupt. Um, yeah, she it, has to she's... do with releasing the gas that caused the big bang and gave people powers but killed a lot of people. Yeah. At least that's the theory uh, early on that she's involved and and Icon's trying to to solve that problem with yeah, Rocket. And... Rocket's very um aggressive. Mm -hmm. And there there's there's scenes of uh like potential police like brutality yeah. towards blacks and Rocket's not having any of it. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's it's so like it makes it seem so current the way these books are written, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, the, the sad part is it's hasn't changed a lot, you know? Well, I know. And it, it, it's like reading this, it's like, it's like a punch to the gut and it's like, you know, they've, we, they've been putting this stuff out there for so long, but nobody's been listening, you yeah. know? Very, and that's uh, kind of like Far Sector too. It shows it, you know, just yeah, dif different yeah. with alien races. Yeah. So. Yeah, and all the uh, <clears throat> this like Riot Squad has like some super high tech armor and weapons. Yeah. When they surround uh, Icon and Rocket. They're kind of like the Metropolis SCU. Because do you yeah. remember those guys got a bunch of suits too? Yeah. Um, at yeah. one point in Superman. <laughs> mm -hmm. Tarpin and all those, you know, um, I can't remember her name, but she started dating uh, Batwoman. Uh, she used to be like the captain. Oh. Uh, God, I can't remember her name. Uh Maggie Sawyer. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it it just left left me, but I could picture her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I, I like really and really enjoyed this, and then <clears throat> and then uh, there's a scene where he just casually tells her, you know, Rocket, you're you're pregnant, you know, <laughs> you have a baby. And then, and then later on in, in one of the issues, I think it's issue three, she actually uh, does the birth control test to confirm that. Yeah, and I, I can't remember what he said, like, and how he knew. I, it was um, during the fight scene, I think. Like, and it happened like just real casual. It might have been with the police, but. Uh, um. Yeah, because he was trying to get her out of the, out of the the line of fire. Like he right, was but he was he was her. trying to keep her out of trouble because <laughs> right. she was yeah. sort of out of control. Yeah, she was kind of hanging around with like gang members. Yeah, but uh, that um, that leads but them. Yeah. Go ahead. But the. Uh, 
all of the pretty much the guys causing the trouble are are guys that that um they claim to be survivors of the the gas like the gas attack and the one guy especially that that takes the mayor hostage um and then he like turns into that big creature and that's the end of issue two but yeah, so there's a lot of people saying that the the mayor was, or at least like kind of looked the other way on the gas. Yeah. Because that one creature, I, don't, I can't remember if the creature's name was Payback. Yeah, um, Payback, yeah. Payback <laughs> got, he got mutated during that Big Bang thing too. Yeah, yeah. And then he got in the fight with uh, Icon and Rocket. And then it was issue four, I think, that she took the pregnancy test. That's right. Yeah, and Cause, the because it's on the cover. Yeah, and that that monster uh, hurt Icon pretty bad. Like he cut him open. Yeah. But then, uh, in in issue five. Um, did you read did you read that issue five? I did, did not, you? but go ahead. Um it's interesting in issue five, oh I mean you already know this, but we we find out that one of the or Icon finds out that one of the members of the um uh blood syndicate is an alien like him. Yeah, because he's he didn't get his powers from the Right that event, the big bang. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Who was the guy that he threw down with initially? I can't remember his name. Wise son. Oh, in the Blood Syndicate? Yeah, Wise son is the first guy <clears throat> he fought. At the end of 4, he runs into the entire team, but he he starts fighting with Wise son. Yeah. Who is the woman that's with her when she takes her pregnancy test? Is that her friend? I think it's her friend. I think it's her friend. Because she looks Um, older, don't you think? (laughs) Yeah, either that or... I wonder if she's... um, She refers to the grandma as Mrs. Irvin, so I know she's not related. Or she might have called her something else. Oh, and I forgot about that reporter. There's that reporter, Miss Kaplick, that's involved in the story, too. Icon tries to tell the story. Does the the whole blood syndicate thing get resolved in issue five? Uh, not completely. Um, not completely. They, they kind of, uh, so they fight a little bit and then Icon realizes the one guy is an alien and he, he tells the guy like, take me, take me home. He says, I don't want to be on this planet anymore. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
the alien guy like takes off, flies away, and Icon flies after him, and that's kind of how that issue ends. <clears throat> but it's interesting that he he's such a like upstanding citizen yet he doesn't want to even be on the planet <laughs> like he wants to go back to his planet yeah or wherever he's from yeah i like this um it, it's been such a long time since i read icon i it seems like i'm familiar <laughs> with static and i'm familiar with zombie because uh, I've read it recently, plus the, he, they had that new series prior to the New 52. And mm -hmm. Hardware is the last one that I, like, marathon through. Um, yeah, I need to finish Hardware. I I had started that, and I really like Hardware. I, yeah, that's I my, thought he was that's a my favorite character. of the bunch. Yeah. I, I just find it – he's kind of like the Iron Man, Tony Stark counter -type yeah and, uh, or like uh steel yeah i just like the uh i like the company that he works for because it's like corrupt yeah like, yeah so it's interesting and to he me. and he's he's uh t is he's he's taking tech from them right like he's using their is he using their tech yeah if i remember right For his headquarters and stuff. <laughs> oh but, yeah. But they and they uh they they sort of raised him though like they're the ones that yeah. gave him like scholarships <clears throat> and everything he needed because of his because he was a genius. Yeah. And then he found out he he finds out that you know the <laughs> one leader who was like a father to him is 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 corrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah, it, I like hardware. My is probably my favorite of of the bunch. Yeah. And then zombie, I like zombie a lot because it has that supernatural element. Is that one on the app? Uh maybe. I maybe. Let's see. We can make one of our choices. <laughs> oh, it might be. Uh, spelled with an X. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't think this is the right one. There's a DC one on here. That one is the one prior to the New 52 then. Yeah, it is. But that's a good one. <laughs> They just don't have the milestone version. Yeah. John Rosam. Yeah, I like him. He's good. I, you know, I, I think he I might think... have wrote the original. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me let me double check. Um, but but I I think he did. You know, I it's it's weird. Um, I I. I, it seems like um, the the period just right before New 52, I, I think 
I think that is probably my favorite period in DC. Um, there's there were so many uh, so many great books. Yeah. During that period, and and they were doing they were putting out a lot a lot of different uh, series too. Yeah, they had Crucible around that time too, which was. Um... They don't have it on the app because it was the Archie characters, but uh, uh, Crucible brought the uh, the Archie char- superheroes into the DC universe. <laughs> there was a lot of interesting things happening, that's for sure. Yeah. They had the backups in the stories like they do now. <laughs> yep. I really like that too. I love having backups. Yeah, and there were stronger backups, I think. Yeah. Um, I I liked I really liked the backups back then. Yeah, they had some. <clears throat> the adventure comics and. They had Manhunter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Um, they had the the Jonah Hex with where it would it would kind of switch off on the backups i think between like batlash and el diablo yeah 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 those were good ones so i'll, I'll pick uh i'll pick this zombie he he did oh, okay. write the ori- he he did write the original um oh, cool. i'll just i'll just do 1 through 4 this is the second series cuz the first one's not available yeah. But, uh, I'll do that as one of mine. Cool. Oops. And then, uh, <clears throat> what else will I do? Uh, I think I'll do Red Tornado 1 through 4 uh, from 1985. Oh, okay. Uh, let me write these down so I don't forget. <laughs> um, 1985. That one is a full series. So you 1 through 4 is the mini series. Oh, so you're doing the miniseries? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think one of my picks is going to be, um, Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love. Oh, that one's good. Um, this is the 1971. Yeah. Uh, I I think maybe just one through two, one one and two. Yeah, because they're dense. Yeah, so one and two. Those ones are good. I like horror romance. They're, yeah, it's a, good, it's a good genre. It is. Yeah, I'm always drawn to those on the app for some reason. I I think I I, I just feel like since I have access to them, I should read them. <laughs> yeah, because they're always good. Do any of your kids play Fortnite, or is it too violent still? Um, 
No, they don't play it. They do. Uh, I think they. <laughs> I think they watch people playing it on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. Um, but they, they're really into Minecraft. Uh. Um, so they they play Minecraft, and then my oldest plays like Roblox. I don't know if you've heard of that one, but no. Yeah, it's. I think it's. I think it's similar to Minecraft. But yeah, they're. They're they're big into those games, but not because my my nephew yeah. is uh re reads well he doesn't read he he plays you know Fortnite mm-hmm. and uh, over the the trip I tried to read him the Batman Fortnite and he he didn't want any of it he's like <laughs> he's like uh, are we done yet do you have the code do you have the code yet because <laughs> if you read it on the app you get the code after you finish reading it. Oh, so you get a code for the game. Yeah, a code for the, a oh. skin for the game. So what it gives you is like you could play as a certain character, I guess. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so how old is he? He's eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my my oldest is nine. Um, <clears throat> but he plays a lot of like violent games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And ours don't really. Uh, yeah they they're pretty limited on what they see too so yeah yeah. but um but yeah that's hilarious like he didn't (laughs) want any part of the story or the comic he just wanted the game yeah it's like is the game code are we there yet are we there yet (laughs) (laughs) that would be like my oldest too Although I, I have I have gotten her into um, the Teen Titans comics. Yeah. Uh, she really likes the Jeff Johns ones. Yeah, those are good. And she, when she was younger, I used to read her the Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Uh, she l- really liked those. Just don't show her the uh, the TV show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty violent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think she'd be okay with it, but yeah. It's coming back uh, real soon here in August. Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. It's uh, it's kind of surprising to me, um, but it's great that those shows are actually getting um, you know, additional seasons. Yeah. <clears throat> I really like the tweaks to it. Like, yeah. I like. I like the darker version, and I like that it has Batman as an old man. Like, I dig that. <laughs> yeah, and I I need to watch more of it because I I only watched like, I think I only watched like the first two episodes of it. But yeah. I I really, um, just from what I had what just from what I saw, like I was really blown away by um, how they did. Um, uh, Dick Grayson. I thought Dick Grayson was great. Yeah, they do him well. They're, they introduce so much. They 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 do a uh, Superboy, and I think they do Superboy really good because they combine the Jeff Johns Superboy with mm. you know from the Titans with kind of the New Fifty Two version. Because uh, they make it really catamus intensive, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, Luther's in charge of catamus, 
So, you know, like Mercy has is plugged in there and they're trying to because <laughs> he is the DNA of Luther and Superman right. as a clone. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's like trying to get him to be good <laughs> when he has that bad gene in him. Yeah, and that's that's really what they're playing up in the Suicide Squad um, series too. Yeah, that uh, that one's excellent. That uh, that comic is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I really am enjoying that. Yeah, I am too. It's it's great to get like, I mean, to me that is like a really fresh take on the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. Let's see here. I'm just kind of aimlessly scrolling. Uh, but yeah, I loved how I like. I loved how violent like Robin was in in uh, Teen Titans. Yeah. Uh, like especially when you first kind of encounter him, he's really dark and just super violent. It's like wow, this uh, it feels real, you know. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, early in the days there was a, a fan film and it was called Grayson. You could probably look it up on YouTube. You should watch it, but it's, it's, it's not like an entire film, but it's meant to be like a preview for a movie called Grayson. Oh, okay. And it is really good. Like it is, they really did a good job. Uh, considering these were like young people putting together a fan film huh. and, uh, they make Grayson really dark and he's, sort of with uh barbara oh yeah because of the death of batman it's pretty it's really well done yeah it's so good because joker kills batman or something like that and it's just like a uh seven minute kind of movie preview for something that never came out but they used to do that back in the day like they did a batman versus predator too yeah and um yeah, it's yeah. Cool. I'll definitely watch that. That sounds cool. Yeah. Huh. It's yeah. It's always super impressive when you see somebody like that who, and I mean, I I don't know anything about the people that made it, but when you see somebody who's not really um, working in the industry officially, you know, and they just kind of do their own thing, and it. It turns out being amazing, you know. Yeah, and the costumes are real good. I mean, it was really That's well cool. put together. And it reminds me of, like, <clears throat> I'd be surprised if they didn't. Um, yeah, it's from 2004. You can you can just do a great Grayson original fan film. Um, but it's, yeah. it, it is pretty awesome, considering it's 14 years old. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think when I first watched it, it was on a modem. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. Original fan film. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It uh, it looks like the it looks like the Robin from the uh, um, the old school Batman with Adam West. Yeah. The uh, just the the suit and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Check I'll, it out check when you get out. a chance. It's only yeah. like five minutes, or <laughs> it looks cool. It that just the the thumbnail for the video looks really sweet with the rain coming yeah. down. Oh, that looks cool. 
That's good um, stuff. Okay, let's see here. Let's do... Um, I'm going to find something I haven't picked yet. Uh, oh, I started the... Um, I started reading the Robin series the other day uh, with Damien. Oh, do you want it's, to uh, cover it's that? It's really, it's really good. We can um, do that next yeah, time. We, yeah, we, yeah, we can do that. I'm, I've only read the first two issues so far. Yeah, I haven't read them all, but you already I'm have them under it. the gun. Uh, are you uh, caught up on Nightwing too? No, I'm not caught up on Nightwing. Do you? Are um, you getting it? Uh no, I I okay. got yeah I didn't I didn't get it after um he became uh Rick Grayson yeah but yeah. you didn't jump back on with uh no Tom Taylor no I didn't yeah um, he's I, uh he's kicking ass man <laughs> from what yeah, I hear yeah yeah he's really good the stores are selling out of Nightwing for God's sakes. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it's always cool when when you see that like a character you don't expect. Um uh, da, da, da. Uh, I'm not looking very well <laughs> while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh I must not be able to talk and look. Um Forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, there's a quite a few of the the new books that I'm really liking. Um, I read a couple of the Action Comics ones. That one's interesting. Kind of transitioning from Clark to John. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm kind of in a weird spot. I don't know what to pick. Uh... Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'll just pick. Uh, it'll let me click on it here. My app is frozen or something. Yeah, mine's not sorting. <laughs> um, I'll I'll pick the. Uh, <clears throat> Azrael Death's Dark Knight miniseries. For, oh, uh, Death Azrael what? Azrael Death's Dark Knight. Why do I not remember this? Oh, my my app closed. <laughs> is it is it like a miniseries? It's yeah, it's one. They just have one through three, so I'm assuming it is. Okay. I'm trying to pull it up here. My app is like crashed or something. 
Um, oh, there it oh it was it was part of that battle for the cowl. Oh, I see it. Uh, Fabian Nassiza. Yeah, this is a different Azrael too. This isn't John Paul, if I remember correctly. All right, cool. Looks like um, it looks like Gilliam March did the covers. Yeah, yeah, those covers are really cool. Yeah, I can tell his art style anywhere, especially <laughs> when he draws Talia in the second <clears throat> issue. Yeah, that's a good cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fraser Irving. That should be interesting. I, I, I couldn't predict who's going to win for sure on this one. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I have no idea. I think if it was like uh, the DC Everything Else guys, they would pick uh, the Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love. All the other people, I, I have no idea. There might be some votes for Zombie because people, because you know, all the milestone books that are coming out. Yeah. I think I've tried the Zombie one before on an episode. I I don't think it won. You know what? I think you have too. That <laughs> yeah. kind of sounds familiar to me now. Yeah. Like mention it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we had two other books also. Yeah. <laughs> One I like a lot. Like I love Strange Adventures because I don't know what's happening, but. <laughs> yeah. It's just nuts. Like. And it's a mystery that I'm like, what's I want to uncover the mystery, you know? How um, did you read to issue ten? Um, I think I read to it. Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. Because mm -hmm. that has a big, a big uh, ending. <laughs> well, it has the reveal. If it is the reveal. Right, right. If it is the reveal, it has a potential reveal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. If if, if if Mr. Terrific really knows what's going on, and I, I don't know if he does, but I'm assuming he does, then he it does have a reveal. Yeah, he's been because his like... le his letter to uh, Adams Alana, Alana yeah. is kind of spilling. Like I know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I know I know what Adam did. <laughs> And it the way it's the way it's re revealed too, like in the way the issue ends, makes me think that Alana doesn't know about it. Did it make you feel like she knew about it, or was she, or do you think? No, she, she doesn't know about it. She does know that Adam did something bad to the the pick pixed or what? What are they called? Yeah, I just call them the picks. I the guess. Picks. <laughs> She, they, she knows that he did something bad with them because they did something to their daughter. Yeah. And he admitted that. Right. Like he, he, he killed when he didn't need to kill, and he did, you know, he did some dark stuff. But I don't well, think she know. I don't think she knows that 
he I mean we're we're going to talk about it but he he essentially it, it's such a big reveal I don't know if I should we should like dance yeah. around it a little we, bit we could build up to it yeah we could build want. up to it um we could build up to it and maybe not like 100% give it away but <laughs> because it is a big reveal like yeah it's taking us 10 issues to get there right and well, yeah, we'll just say spoilers when we get to that part. Yeah, if they don't, if they mean, don't want to know that part, they could skip yeah, ahead. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's they're kind of it's interesting. Like the, all the way up to this point, they're they're kind of showing different scenes during the battle on Ran. Yeah. And then, and then also different scenes from the battle on Earth, and and then kind of what Adam's been, the different things he's had to go through, um, and Alana as well. Um, but and, and I only went back to issue eight and just read eight through ten. Um, yeah, I read six through ten. Because um, I because that's I, where we left off. Oh, okay. But because yeah. uh, we've been co- we've been covering this one, um, so I kind of just pocketed it. Mm-hmm. But it it is it is a mystery, and you're always like, what what is Adam hiding? Yeah. Um, is his daughter really dead? Because they they don't show it, like. Mm-hmm. They show his reaction, like when he's pissed off and how he's killed a lot of aliens, but they don't—they don't ever show like what happened to the daughter, and that's revealed in ten too, right? Uh, so what was that? They reveal what happened to the daughter if Mister Mister yeah. Terrific's letter. Yeah, yeah, he he has a theory about what what happened yeah. to her. Yeah. Um and the superheroes don't want anything to do with him because they know he's crossed that path. But, but the, they destroyed uh, Arizona too. Yeah, in issue 8 they like wipe Arizona off the map and and Flash is there like running through the ruins like counting the dead. Yeah, he's on the horn with Batman and Batman's like I need you here now. And yeah. he goes, well, now I can't. I I have to get there. Now is there's no such thing as now, because you just said it. And yeah. he says, well, then you're already too late. <laughs> yeah, and that was uh, that was interesting too. Like as part of <clears throat> Mister Terrific's uh, theory, like in his letter, he he said there's no reason why. Batman's plan shouldn't have worked. Like their Batman's uh, battle plan was perfect, and the the picks basically showed up in the right place at the exact time they would have needed to to do what they did. Yeah, I like how he he, he Mr. Terrific talks about Batman. He's like, if Batman has time to prepare, he can yeah. take anybody out. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, there, there's nothing that he can't do if he has time, like, to think. Yeah. So that's kind of 
the you know we always put him on a pedestal because he could if he has time to plan he'll take out the whole justice league if he needs to yeah yeah <laughs> it's but, not uh, about power it's about what he knows and what he can do yeah yeah and the uh um there's <clears throat> there's an interesting it's like all of the the picks that they like that they capture are so like are so angry about Adam Strange, you know? Oh yeah, they want revenge. Yeah, like they cuz they're talking about the atrocities that Adam supposedly committed against them. And there's the one scene too where Sardath has the picked um captive and Adam just blows his head off. Yeah. Without even letting them talk to him. <clears throat> the the hard thing to watch though is as this unfolds is it really portrays Adam like in a bad light. Oh yeah. And I, I hope I hope in I'm hoping in eleven and twelve it twists it. Like <laughs> yeah. because he's he he is not <laughs> he did something for the right reasons, but the, they're all wrong. Like, he gave up yeah. one world for another. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's supposed to be the man of two worlds. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I guess when his daughter's involved, things change. <clears throat> yeah. But um, but it, it it would make sense with Mr. Terrific's um, theory in that um, he says <clears throat> he says that people don't think that the Earth would be as prepared for war as Rand would be, but he's saying you know the Earth has been the center of all these different conflicts. Of course, the Earth is more prepared for war. Well, it has all those heroes too. Like, yeah, to defend it. Yeah. Right, and Rand just has Adam Strange. Adam Strange and Sardath, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, and, and they just... seem like a very passive in in previous titles, like a passive community that relies yeah. on Adam. They they yeah. seem almost like lazy in terms <laughs> of war like fighters. Yeah, <laughs> they're more science based. Right, yeah, and they're almost like the the characters in that Disney film with the robot, I forget what it's called, but there, there's a robot Pixar film where all the oh. guys, the, they're, they're attached to machines and society gets so lazy that yeah, the robots do all the work. That's sort of like ran. They, they're kind <laughs> of like a lazy community. <laughs> lazy old ran. Well, they, they, rely so much on Sardath and Adam. Adam for yeah. protection and Sardath for science and Sardath for solving all their problems. Yeah, all their problems, yeah. So but that that would but that would basically make sense though if like if Ran is getting their butt kicked in this war um and Adam's desperate to to save Ran, you know. But it, it is strange that he would give up the Earth. Yeah. So, just just to conclude this, we're gonna talk about like details of the letter. But the letter is saying that 
it, it all goes back to like issue one where there's a book signing and some guy calls out, you know, Adam Strange. We yeah. still don't know if that guy that called him out is from Earth or is really in disguise. Um, mm-hmm. But he does know a lot about the the Pixts um, and what what's happening. And uh, they they sort of take him out for that. <laughs> but uh, Adam is trying to get help in early issues from the Justice League, and they they don't want to give him the time of day, or nor do they recognize the threat. So that's yeah. that's a little strange uh, that Mr. Terrific's letter doesn't refer to that. So is that him feeling guilty? <laughs> But uh, his, his theory is that he was he, – he's like, why why would Adam – if these guys hate Adam Strange so much for what he's done in, during the war, why would they release him? Like, why would they – in his story, he's released back yeah, to his they, family. They, cap- they captured him, yeah. And then he comes back, and then his daughter goes missing and they or, or dead – and they never mm-hmm. see a body. Um, so yeah. th- that's where the conspiracy is. And he's like, well, it, it's there's there's a couple things that don't add up. And the fact that they, the picks left Ran and then came to Earth, uh, <laughs> some, After something's wrong. Adam, yeah. yeah, why would they not just conquer Ran? Because Cause they they had because they they captured the strongest one they had why know, not like, kill him why not just yeah. kill him and then you're done you've done the job right <laughs> yeah so uh, they they th- what what his theory is that he betrayed um earth in order to save ran and as collateral he gave up his daughter mm-hmm. so the the picks have um his daughter but they do um so Alana says, like, in her speech, because um, I wonder if, like, the Justice League didn't want to deal with Adam just because of they didn't agree with his methods. And she, she kind of implies that with, um, with her speech. She says that um, Adam did things to the picks, I don't deny it, things that don't conform to what the League of Justice likes to judge. Um so there, it, that could be part of the reason why of the you know the Justice League's treatment towards him, they might have some idea of what of the things he did. Um, but then also in her in her speech, she basically like agrees and says, yes, Adam did these things to this to these aliens, but he did it because they killed his child and. Um, and she basically is trying to spin it like, who do you, who would you want defending your planet or your children? Like someone who was gentle or someone who was like Adam. Yeah. So she <clears throat> she she wins over most of Earth. <laughs> yeah. They start siding with Adam. But yeah, this this series is just it's nuts. Mm-hmm. And I I. I, I know that he, just in the history of Tom King that ten ten reveals a lot, but that doesn't mean everything's set in stone, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not over. Yeah. Um, I do, in, in one other thing that's really telling to me here, and what really, like, it's, I guess it's part of the, um, the image that, that Tom King is trying to paint here with, it, whether it's like an illusion or whether it's the fact, but there's the, there's the scene in issue nine where Adam is like flying with next to Superman and they're, they're fighting this big robot in the city and Adam says, I asked you for help. I begged you. Almost like he's saying, you know, you, you could have, av- av- we could have avoided this if you would have helped me, you know? Yeah. But, and I think it was in two or three where he did ask for help. Yeah. And they, yeah. they kind of blew him off. Yeah, I remember that. Um. <clears throat> But then he, the following page, though, he kind of doubles down on his Man of Two Worlds things. Because Superman says, go home, Adam. And he says, where do you think I am? I'm the Man of Two Worlds. This is my home. Yeah. I love Adam Strange, so I'm kind of conflicted. Like the <laughs> yeah. story, the story itself is like awesome as hell, and yeah. I, I'm like along for the ride. But I, I really <laughs> don't want him to be like as awful as there is he's yeah. turning out uh, so far. Yeah. Well, he. Uh... I, I could see him like I don't consider him awful because of what he did to this the picks because it was war, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. at the time that they're showing the scenes, I don't, I guess I don't understand whose p- point of view they are. Is it what yeah. Adams sing or is it like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Is it what Adam like remembers or is it what actually happened? Yeah. Or is it what, Mr. Terrific? I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a good point too. Um, but that's the thing about like Tom King, like he really makes these characters real, like, you know, like yeah. they, they have real like problems and they're not perfect. Like what with he, the ma- mis- he makes a lot of shades of gray too. Like it's not black and white. Right. Like with, with the Mr. Miracle, um, like he, his Mr. Miracle, um, story, he, uh, Scott free was suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like he, so he really like humanizes them. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to <laughs> the conclusion. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I took these on the uh, trip with me, but I didn't read them until I got back, and then I couldn't find ten, although I know I had it, and then I finally found it, and I was like glad because. I was at the edge of my seat, and then 10 at least, it had a lot of closure, even though we still have a lot to look forward to still. Yeah. At, at least we do through Mr. Terrific's point of view anyway. Mm-hmm. We still don't know for fact. Like, 
Right. We, we have Mr. Terrific putting like his his brilliant mind together and <laughs> trying to solve a mystery, and it makes sense based on his information that he has. That. Yeah, but there's two issues left, and anything yeah. could happen. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and because he's a man of two worlds, I don't think he would portray one for the other. Yeah, it 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 makes me think like maybe maybe he traded Alana no or Aaliyah knowing what knowing that he was going to trick them later or do something later you know to get his daughter back well to to get his daughter back back and also win both wars maybe you know yeah because if he could or or, or maybe maybe he saved ran knowing that and didn't really betray earth but knew knew that his friends could stop these aliens like yeah and they they wouldn't help him out to begin with well, basically, what he did was like, because if Ran is weaker, why not move move the pit move the picks to Earth where he knows he can beat them yeah. with the other heroes instead of him by himself. Yeah, yeah, that basically saves Ran and Earth at the same time. <clears throat> yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah. And then the next book we did was we did an anthology. Uh, I didn't read four yet because I didn't know if you had it because it just um, came in. But I read no, one through I didn't, three. Yeah, I didn't read it yet. I, I just got it the other day, but yeah, I didn't read it. Yeah, a Superman Red and Blue. And yeah. uh, I have mixed feelings on it. I think there's some stories that I really, really, really like. And there's some that I just think are they're yeah. all right. Yeah, just like with any anthology. Um but I I really like the uh I really like the artwork, the the different changes in artists, but then also the the coloring, how it's all mostly red, white and blue. Yeah. And, and then some even have some black and white, which is cool too. The the black and white issue um that was the, cool because of the color, like the whole concept of it. Yeah, the the, the yeah. imp from the fifth dimension, uh, taking away color from their universe. Yeah, and then, and then Superman's worrying about putting it back, like what it could do. Because um, things are like black and white, and the fact that it could get really complicated with color, it's um, is interesting to me. Yeah, he basically says like um, <clears throat> that. Uh, he says, um, I didn't think colors were very important, um, but, uh, but the colors um, cause, cause such, uh, basically cause so much emotion. Like he talks about people getting angry in traffic jams. Yeah. Um, you know, and the street, the traffic lights, the street lights and he says like just listen to how silent the streets are now <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's like worried that if he adds it all back what it'll do like all at well, once so if like what if i gradually add it you know well color. he doesn't he doesn't know what it is like he forgets what it yeah. is um cuz he said cuz batman asks him what are you going to do and he says 
I don't know. It sounds like it could be irresponsible to unleash these things on the world because they don't really know what they are or what they'll do. Yeah. Yeah, this one was uh, by Dan Waters and Danny. And Danny does a lot of, like, uh, cover work for... I don't know if it's a male or female, but for a Dynamite. Hmm. Um, I, that that story, I think, was one of my favorites. Yeah, that was and good. And then I always like... Uh, I like young Clark stories, especially mm-hmm. with his parents. And uh, The School of Hard Knocks by uh, Marguerite Bennett and Jill Thompson I liked a lot. It, it's a simple story. It's sort of like him going to school and him being part of the social world and then seeing that one girl is sort of being ignored. Yeah. And what, what if he does befriend this one girl and how can he get her involved and make her not feel like an outsider or will his friends dump him like they dump her, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, even as a, even as a kid, he's doing the right thing. And, um, making sure nobody's uh, feeling bad. Yeah, this this one, this first issue, I think was the the better one in terms of like I thought out every story was. It was good. Damn yeah. Good. Yeah. The uh, the one that really like the one that really hit me, I think, was the well, yeah, was the second story in this issue with the with the about, kid. Yeah, the guy at his mother's funeral. Yeah. And the the guy is um, disappointed um, that Superman um, couldn't couldn't do anything because uh, the the guy basically as a kid was writing Superman letters to help his mom because uh-huh. his mom was a <clears throat> drug addict and uh, he kept writing Superman letters to, to help his mom and um, uh, Superman basically just says like I I get too many letters I can't I can't uh, respond to everything yeah yeah i can't i can't respond to everyone's but he knew but he knew uh he did know the the guy he re- remembered the k- kid's name from the letters because he knew he read um, them all yeah yeah he knew how many letters he had written um but basically his mom i think she died of a drug overdose or yeah yeah it was a drug Im- involved she was doing heroin on the the table when he came home that day but i i love the last page um the last page of the story when he he takes um the mom's ashes and he puts them on the moon yeah picture of her and her son Mm -hmm. yeah that that was a that was a really good one the measure of hope that was brandon easton and steve lieber um, that was a good one. Yeah, this this one was was pretty well rounded for a first issue. Yeah, I like this one, probably the best as a whole. The um, uh, the other, the one after that story was really good too. The boy who saved Superman. 
Yeah. The little kid who finds he finds Superman like knocked out during a big fight like a big battle in the city and the kid like by himself drags superman up all these flights of stairs to get him to the roof so he can be in the sun right so he can wake up and then it shows him as an older man (laughs) yeah and he got a job he's getting a job at the daily planet yeah yeah And he's got like a mechanical hand because of it. I think he lost his hand. Yeah. Yeah, he lost his hand in the. In that one, the colors were really awesome. I thought. Yeah. They, they did really good with the colors and the artwork. Mm-hmm. That was Wes Craig, doing the story and the art, and maybe the colors. Maybe that's why it's a. Uh, um. It's all the same guy doing everything. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that that this issue was probably my favorite of the the bunch. There were some really good stories in 2 and 3, but there were some that were just average to me. I like the ones with uh uh well, issue 2 it had the Steven Siegel and Duncan Rollo one with the mom, and I like that. I like when they have Ma Kent. <laughs> yeah, just... she's sassy. <laughs> yeah, well, those women were talking about her sons, like. Yeah, they're talking. It's smack. No, they're not. Yeah, it's not your real son, you know. Like... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, she <clears throat> she basically tells them all the reasons why she, why he is their their real son. Yeah, I I dug that story quite a bit. (laughs) That was good. The next uh, one was Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, And it was the, what, Superman from Earth 3, I think? Yeah, President Superman. Yeah. Chuck Brown and Mm -hmm. Dennis Cowan. Cohen. Who's a big milestone artist? Yeah. And the question. Yeah, that was a good story. And the next uh, one had Luther about patience. That was interesting. I like that one too. Because oh, he's like Luther. he's like patience. Yeah. <clears throat> the whole story is titled Patience. <laughs> And it's basically just going through all the ways that Luther thinks that he the the times he thinks that he had Superman beat, but Superman still beats him. Yep, and he has something in a container that can take him out. Yeah, and he he sort of puts it in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, he puts it away for another time. <laughs> yeah, he decides not to use it yet. I wonder if that whole where, warehouse is like. All these ideas and weapons to take out <laughs> Superman Super- because it looks like it looks like at the end of Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark when they're yeah. putting it, the Ark of the Covenant into the <laughs> area. Yeah, and he has his like his assistant or whatever go put it back. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that's a good one. The Stephanie Phillips one, I think I've seen before, like in another form, where it's somebody um, saying, I know Superman, and then... 
I want to say, um, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I know I've read, I've read a story just like this before, whether it was in the, whether it was in like, um, one of the like anniversary issues yeah. or, or, um, yeah, it must've been in one of the anniversary issues, I think that they did. <laughs> But yeah, basically the kid, the kid tells the story at show and tell of when she met Superman um, and she has just like a piece of like rubble uh, from, from some invasion that Superman stopped and obviously none of the kids believe her, but she's telling the story of, of what the the event was like when he he beat the the alien and and met he met her or she met him um but then he he shows up on the playground yeah that one seems like fairly recent like that we read it somewhere Um, yeah yeah uh... Yeah, and I don't know if it was it, it was something similar, like it yeah. was like the same type of uh, same type of situation. And then there was a cyborg Superman story. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that one I like the art. I like yeah. the way. It looked quite a bit. I thought the story was, or eh, it was all right. Yeah, yeah, I like the art in that one too. That was by uh, Jason Howard. He did both of the art and story. So it's kind of cool to see all the different teams take mm-hmm. their take on Superman. Yeah, the I really liked the uh, the first story in issue three. I thought was really good with Bruce and Diana um, waiting for waiting for Clark for dinner. That was my favorite in this issue. Yeah, yeah, definitely. that was good. Definitely. And Clark is saying that he's stuck in traffic and he's got a deadline. So um, they sort of make a wager, like, "Oh, he'll be here." Diana says. Well, yeah, because Bruce asks if he's going to be late, and he says, "No, I'll be there." Yeah. Um, and and they're kind of joking about it, and it's it's interesting. Like she has her like image of Clark, and Bruce has his image of Clark, but um, <clears throat> Bruce is like. Uh, Bruce is like, or they're both pretty spot on because they they then they start uh, they start describing like what he's doing. Yeah, from their points of view. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that was Jesse Holland and Laura Braga. I that this is my that was my favorite in this particular story. I I liked the um, one of the great. A great quote from that story, I think, was Diana said, um, he's Superman, he belongs to everyone, so his time is not his own. Yeah. 
<laughs> but he does get there on time. Mm-hmm. The other one I was more interested to see, Michael Fife. He's he's done a lot of uh, what is that book he does? That's Suicide Squad, but it's not. He does it for Image. I forget what it's called. Hmm. But uh, he's been doing that book for years, and as like I, I always ask myself, how does he not get sued? Because it's so derivative of. Um, John Ostrander's version of the Suicide Squad, huh. but um, he he did a one shot here with Kilgory. Kilgory is like a Justice League Flash villain. Um, yeah, who's a techno? He's sort of like a techno virus that just keeps growing and growing and growing. It's yeah, a Superman kinda... and Cyborg fighting uh, the techno virus. Yeah, he kind of he takes over like a brainiac looking ship thing and mm-hmm. then he takes um he takes over um oh, he takes over a cyborg superman, right? Or uh Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the manhunters too. Yeah, there's a lot happening in this and even in the background. <laughs> see booster gold and vixen and all kinds of things happening in the background if you don't pay attention and and there it also involves brainiac you see him in here too yeah and cyborg and hawk girl yeah i do like the format of this like i really i really like the art and the panel layouts Mm -hmm. um it's really it's really like it's almost kind of like childlike the way it, the art looks, you know? Yeah. It reminds me of the, uh, it reminds me of that Peacemaker backup. Oh, in, in Inferior uh, 5? Yeah. yeah. Jeff Lemire? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Just the art style, I think. The way it looks, it just kind of looks um, kind of unpolished, you know? Yeah, I'm looking up what his book is because um, I'm trying to remember and I can't remember his. <clears throat> uh, is it Capra? Yeah, thank you. God, I couldn't remember it. If you read it, like there's a death shot, there's a shade, there's, it's huh. it's crazy. And uh, Copra, he self-published, and then he took it over to Image for a few issues. So, um, hmm. interesting. Yeah, that's it. That's his uh his baby. He also did um. I'm trying to remember if it was Bloodstrike or Brigade. It was one of the two that Rob Liefeld sort of gave him control over for a mini, and he did it for Image. I really like his artwork on Copra. Yeah. It's, it's very, like, sci-fi looking. Yeah. You know, it's like old school sci-fi. You'd like those, uh, you'd like his stuff, though. It, it's so... It's almost like if me or you ha- had like some kind of artistic talent, and, and uh, 
yeah. we, we just wanted and we love suicide squad so much that we just said oh we'll make our own suicide squad book and call it copra you know yeah <laughs> it's like it, it is such a fan um way to do your own thing without getting sued i guess <laughs> yeah huh yeah, I'll have to check it out. It looks really interesting. Yeah, if you see him at a con, he, he usually has like his collected editions, but he sells them sometimes as singles as well. But huh. uh, I think I think he at, when he's at cons, he sells like the whole book set, and you should probably like check out the first one to see yeah. if you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really cool. I like the next story too. It's kind of like a feel good, good story of oh, Superman yeah. saving this guy, and and Cat <clears throat> is interviewing him at WGBS. Mm-hmm. And it's a history of like, oh, he saved him here, saved him here, saved him here, and then uh, he ends up saving Superman. So yeah, he's it's like, like the... I got your back. <laughs> He's like, I think they'd say he's like the guy who's been saved the most by Superman, something like that. Um, but yeah, they it, ever since he was a kid, like he was, he was being saved by Superman. It looks like because the first time was, he was a little kid. And um, I like how they do like the continuity thing. Like here's Superman early, and then here's him in his black, black suit, suit. Yeah. <laughs> and here's Electric Superman. <laughs> And, and then there's uh new, new 52, 52. Yeah. <laughs> new 52 superman saving him yeah so uh he gets hit with like a kryptonite type bullet of of some sort and uh he has to come and save his life mm-hmm. yeah and i like uh <clears throat> as he's doing surgery he's using his heat vision to like take out the enemy <laughs> I love, he's like, what do you think, Charles? And and he's like, it's Charlie, man. And for you, for you, I can get it. And then he's like, then don't mind me, Charlie. And he blasts with his eye, his, uh, eye beams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do like how um, uh, she... Um, she said, "You." She said, "Charlie, you must be the most unlucky man in the world." And he's like, "No, I'm the luckiest." <laughs> <clears throat> For you, James Stoko, this will probably be the only time you get Stoko to to um, draw Superman. He's currently doing Orphan and the Five. I can't remember what they're called. Five Ghosts or whatever. Mm. It's a uh, Dark Horse book. Um, oh yeah, the the last story, uh, yeah. Little Star. <clears throat> the reason I mention this because there's a lot of Stoko fans that uh, probably don't know that he's in this book. Yeah, it's, uh, I do like his art. Um, you even get a Nick Spencer who's been writing Spider-Man for almost a hundred issues. Yeah. He's finally leaving the book, but, uh, he's, he gets a little eight pager in here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like these things. I'm I'm really curious to see what they do with Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. The covers of Wonder Woman look amazing with the gold and yeah, yeah, they look great. So, um, do you have anything else to say on these? Um, I don't think so. Um, I think it's a mini, right? I, does it end with four or five or six? Uh, I think it's six. Let me see. Yeah, yeah it's six. Yep. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, they're really good. It's funny though. I I definitely agree uh, on like my my favorite stories are pretty much the the ones you mentioned as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have the same favorites. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're dramatically different though. Like um, the ones I think that we're not too hot on, you'll you'll definitely know. Like yeah, the substance isn't there like emotionally or right um, yeah the yeah. the one the ones we like i think they're just able to hit all of those all of the right beats you know yeah like what makes superman great kind of thing yeah and that 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 where it's able to kind of feel complete within the the short amount of pages right so uh next time uh, we'll, we'll have uh, our survey go out, and uh, we're going to cover Robin, I think, one and two, and three if it's out. Um, yeah, let me see. I think I just got three, actually. Uh, yeah, so okay, three. Okay, we can do one, two, three. Yeah. And we'll cover, three. like, some other book. Because uh, you don't get Nightwing. And I don't yeah. think it's on the app yet. Yeah. Um, would you want to cover uh, Crime Syndicate? Oh, yes, please. Okay. I've, been, I've been dying to read that. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been... been really itchy to read that. And I keep, I keep putting it on the back burner <laughs> because of other podcasts, but... Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm excited I, for that one. Yeah, me too. I've been kind of stacking those issues up, kind of looking at them. <laughs> it looks awesome. I've thumbed yeah. through them, but I haven't read them yet. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll do Crime Syndicate, Robin, and then what wins between uh, Zombie 1 through 4, Second Series, Red Tornado, 1988. One through four, Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love, number one and two, or Azrael Death's Dark Knight, number one through four. No, one through three, right? Yeah, one through three. Yeah. Yep. I'll be interested to see who wins. We've been averaging about, I think, 25 to 30 votes, sometimes a little over 30 on a good on a good survey. Yeah, that's really um, good. That's a good amount yeah, of votes. I, I bookmark them so I can look at like the numbers and uh, remember what they are. But uh, yeah, Icon won twenty 
29.7% of the vote with 37 votes. That was that was a good voting. Um, wow, 37? Yeah. Just the icon? Uh, I, well, 37 total. total votes. Oh, and okay. 29, he won with 29.7%. And uh, Legion of Substitute Heroes was like right on its tail <laughs> with 27%. And then Shade and Damage both had 21.6. They were tied. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty close vote. And a fairly good turnout for what we average. It was mm-hmm. above average for us with 37 votes. Wow. Our, yeah, I think our greatest one was 56 <laughs> votes. Hmm. When uh, Tales of Ghost Castle won. that's awesome (laughs) yeah 56 i think is our highest i don't know if we'll ever get that many votes again people came out of the woodwork for tales of ghost castle yeah who would have thunk it right (laughs) they're like whoa uh survey yeah one with 30 35.7 percent of the votes and supergirl 1972 was the closest at 30.4. And I guess nobody liked the outsiders because they, they were like dragging ass with (laughs) 10.7. I think that was probably my pick too. Outsiders. (laughs) What surprises me? Cause if you, if you did the popular opinion, you'd think that outsiders 2003, I, I know people that it's 2003, the Judd Winnick. I think so. It, yeah, that's like one of the most popular versions of yeah. The Outsiders with Grace and um, Roy Harper and Dick Grayson and was uh, was Indigo, Metamorpho Metamorpho, Metamorpho that yeah, that was a strong lineup, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, so who 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 knows? Like, I have no way to predict this anymore. It's used, great. Yeah. When we first when we first started, I I thought I had a handle of what you know people would pick. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't know anymore. Well, if it's it, it's it would be interesting to know if it's like purely based on you know moods at the time. Um, you know, because it it's because that I mean that's the way I am, and I know that's the way you are too. Like you get in certain moods for certain. Yeah, like, books. Yeah, you're like you're in a Black Panther mood right now, and yeah. <laughs> you kind of want to stay focused. I've been <laughs> yeah. I've been in an X Men mood. I've been uh, knocking out uh, a lot of the uh, X Men titles. Um, oh, excellent. Just getting caught up on the Krakoa stuff, so yeah, that's where my Marvel mood has been, and my my DC mood is kind of been like what whatever's for this show, but Suicide Squad. I, I try to read like when I get it because I I just like it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Rorschach yeah. <laughs> is I, I like Rorschach a lot. And I I don't know if you bought the Supergirl, but I do want to read that. Like I'm itching to read the Tom King Supergirl to see what he does. Uh no, was that a miniseries? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But uh. He always does interesting things, and yeah, I do not not have any idea what he's gonna do with Supergirl. 
So uh, yeah, I, maybe that maybe we could do that one when it gets to the app because I would yeah. like that too. Yeah, I'm curious to see. Uh, I'm starting to dig his stuff, and that makes me want to read the Batman Catwoman <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just to yeah. see how that like wraps up in in that series. So that's <laughs> that's something that I. I want to dig out of the basement and read. Because mm-hmm. I think that's getting close to the... It's getting close to the end, I think. Because hmm. I think it came out around the same time as Rorschach. Probably, yeah. I'm just yeah, looking he... it up real quick to see where they're at. Yeah, he he's... Uh... It's funny, like Tom King has he's kind of been on a roll for a number of years now. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of uh... especially in terms of Eisner's. He's I think he's he's yeah. nominated again for Rorschach. No, Strange Adventures. I think he's nominated for. Yeah, really, he's had really popular stuff, and he he's done well critically. I think and. Critically acclaimed, but I think he's um, polarizing for some people. Yeah, yeah. Because he is, he does seem to inject his own, in, in my opinion, uh, inject his own depression into the books. <laughs> oh yeah, I would uh, I would agree with that. There yeah. there there uh, there's some dark PTSD almost in every book. Oh yeah, and and it's interesting for me because like so the first thing I ever read by him um, was uh, Sheriff of Babylon. Yeah. And when you read something like that first from from someone like him, and then every work afterwards is like similarly depressing and like dark. It's like man, this because especially too when you know when you know of his background and it's like wow he he's he must have some ptsd or something you know like i wonder if the writing is kind of his way of dealing with it if you haven't read yet my favorite work from him where it seemed to be different um was Superman up in the sky? Yeah, I've um, I read part. I think I read the first part of it, but I had, hadn't. I didn't continue because that was in the Walmart book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll. I know it's on the app. It's on I'll, the app. I'll have to check it out in the app here. The the thing I love about that is it. It reminds me of the Superman, um, <laughs> red and blue. In the fact that you like see Superman through the eyes of others in some aspects, and it yeah, it just makes him look like like the perfect human being, like mm-hmm. somebody that's a, like a true hero and doesn't have any like evil in him. Like I, yeah, at least well. He, well, he doesn't have—he uh, he doesn't have any shades of gray. That's for sure. Like well, Batman yeah. is a lot of shades of gray. He—he—he—he—he he, 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 he he believes what he believes and tries to do like the best choice based on the way his parents raised him. You know, yeah, right from like, wrong. 
what's interesting, like, because I had said before, like, in all of Tom's stories, he really is into, like, humanizing the characters. Yeah. But, like, with Superman, you can't do that, you know? Like, you can't, I mean, you can give him, like, some, you know, human quirks, but he he doesn't have the flaws that that uh, yeah. most people have like he's not suicidal right <laughs> he's not um you know he's not cheating on his wife you know he's not doing these things that 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 he portrays other heroes doing you know yeah and and the, and the superman up in the sky has stuff to do with rand too because yeah. If I if I remember correctly, a girl is kidnapped. Well, her, her whole family's slaughtered, which is really dark. Yeah. And, and then the person that killed her family escapes with the Zeta beam, mm. and Batman's like, "You're the only one that could solve it." And he kind of makes Superman feel guilty, like, "Oh, you have to drop everything that you're doing as protector of Earth and go solve this mystery." Mm -hmm. Um, the thing I love about it though, is there's one story. Well, there's a lot of good stories that there's one that, that reminds me of Superman Muhammad Ali because in Superman Muhammad Ali, he was depowered and had to box Muhammad Ali. Mm -hmm. And there's a story like that where he's depowered and beat to living hell, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but doesn't give up. Like he's got that cap mentality. I'll get back up. I'll get back up. I'll get back up. And (laughs) he's just getting his ass kicked. And then there's one that I like adore because this alien picks him up and he's dying. And and he's like an alien medic. And uh, he, he finds Superman and he has to make the decision. Like he has a family and all this stuff. But he's able to like mind meld with who Superman is and what he represents and all the life he's saved. Mm. And he chooses to to uh, save Superman's life over his own because of what Superman can do versus yeah. what he can do. Mm-hmm. And he's got a family. Like he's got a wife and kid and He's like, I gotta do what's right. In other words, save the many instead of, you know, protect the few. Yeah. And it, it's like, wow, it's just things like that, you know. Like, I really like. Yeah, but, uh, I think I, I think I remember you talking about it on one of your other podcasts. Yeah, that's um, so good. But yeah, there's that's. I think I've seen that a couple times where, um some alien that's not familiar with superman what when they get close to him they're able to sense like what he is and what he's about and right. it's like that thing of like they they can't understand like how he's so good you know and so like honest yeah. and and all that <clears throat> yeah so maybe that'll be one of my choices at some point you know, yeah. Superman up in the sky. I didn't think about it, but uh, yeah. or Omega Man. I want to I want to yeah. re- revisit that because um, that's yeah, that's one that that I've, series. I've, uh, yeah, I I've yeah I've said the same thing to myself. Like I I've thought about revisiting that as well 
just because, like, I think when I read it, it rubbed me the wrong way the first time I read it. Yeah, well, there's but I, a lot of, but I, yeah. in all fairness, I had just, I had just reread the original Omega Man, so <laughs> it's like I, I was, I was trying to compare. Yeah. Just like I, it's like if I read some of the Adam Strange stuff that I love and then compare it to this, and I didn't give it, like, I don't think I gave it a fair shot at the time. So I I do want to revisit that at some point. Yeah. But anyway, you can reach us at Twitter at KylePettit5. KPettit5. KPettit5, yeah. And uh, me at Mike Myers Brunch on Twitter and then on Facebook. If you search for DC Noise Podcast and click the like button, you can follow us on there. And uh, we're located at dcnoisepodcast.com. And this is the um, DC Spotlight. Um, also, podcasts that come out is DC Noise, maybe once a year. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> DC Everything Else, which is kind of like bi-monthly but we'll try to get better but uh those are all featured there and uh i'm glad you were able to make it today because i know we had taken a big uh yeah and well yeah and and we definitely wouldn't be able to do it next weekend probably so oh because of the fourth yeah 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 are you doing anything special or um we uh oh it is the fourth of july the fourth is sunday right yeah 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 Yeah, we um last year uh during you know during quarantine and all that um we went to so we have a we have a like a local um like uh independent baseball team in town um so it's like it's like uh semi-professional um but uh we we went to one of the we went to a game last year on fourth of july and they did fireworks and everything it was really cool so we'll probably do that again this year yeah Um, we, we have a uh we used to have the sky Sox, which used to farm the rockies yeah but um now we've downgraded, and we we have uh, what is our team's name again? The baseball? No, the Sky Sox, the Vibes, Rocky Mountain Vibes. But what are they? Are they like AAA or what? What are they? They're like the farm team to the farm team, so they're like really low. <laughs> Oh, um, let's see. That might be in your where your league is, but I don't know if yours farms out like to the major leagues or. No, ours is ours is independent, so they they just they're they're basically they're they're the equivalent of like single A, so like the lowest like oh. minor level, but they're they're not affiliated with any major league team. I think ours is so. But but it's like secondary. Uh, yeah. It's like the farm team to the farm team. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, I I definitely want to go to the ball game, especially now that some of the the stuffs are 
I, I would love to go to a Rockies game this year. Yeah. And uh, hang out at the ballpark. I, seeing a live ball game is so much fun. In it eating is, the food. Yeah. <laughs> it's it it is, yeah. Especially like when the weather is perfect. It's just so relaxing and yeah. it's just a nice way to enjoy the weather and yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well that sounds like fun. I hope you guys have a good time and it works out weather wise. Yeah, it looks like it might so far. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well take care, Kyle, and thanks for doing this. Yeah, you too, Mike. All right. Talk bye. to you soon. Bye.